actually this uh, portfolio shows some common errors so let's run through them and how things should actually look and be done instead so yes you've got apple great no complaints there um, but then that's it you've got a series of funds uh, which again the cube which is tracking the nasdaq if that's a long-term hold no issues there uh, but it begs the question what are the others uh, selected on spiders uh, trust series if we look and deep dive into these um, and you've got the high income uh, but what's the point of our income if it can lose 12% in just six months uh, and, or what's the point of equity premium uh, income if it's only making 1% okay so the point that arises with these is several first of all the investment trusts are often chosen on uh, keywords and names such as income, but they don't often match what's on the tin. Now, should JP Morgan Invesco be done for false advertising? Possibly. That's a separate issue. When we drill down to what's actually held in those, it's often, in the case of equities, it's often up to 50 to 100 stocks. So if you did want to have more Apple, for instance, or Microsoft or Amazon or Costco or whatever else it might be, you're not going to get it through owning those because you'll probably end up earning 1% of those. And given that you've got, say, five funds, you could have up to 500 stocks and therefore about 0.1% of a stock you want in that. And all those things tend to worry me. So let's have a look at how I think things ought to be done. So we'll come to funds in a second. But if we're looking at individual equity part of your portfolio, I believe you should be vetting at least... 10,000 equities because you want the best of the best of the best and when you look at a narrow range statistically you're highly unlikely to be able to filter down to what might be the absolute best and so people tend to run on name recognition and so forth none of which helps for performance so once you've got that data set of 10,000 what are the things that I suggest one ought to look at well the valuation of a company because we know companies move on value but we know it's not the only factor and sometimes there are other factors such as growth so we should look at value and growth and dividend income they're not to be equally weighted cash return on capital invested which is a measure of cash flow because all companies have cash flow statements profit and loss statements and balance sheets so we want to make sure we're ticking all those boxes and we know momentum can impact share prices as well we don't want to weigh that too highly i've marked in green what i think are the important factors now the danger is if you show people just 10 stocks they will pick one stock out of 10 if you show them 10,000 which is what they should pick out of they'll probably not bother and that's just human nature I ideally want my stocks to be below 20% uh, volatility I want the Sortino to at least be above 0.3 ideally above one but that's rare for equities and I want them to be outperforming the market which is the alpha I keep a very simple flow chart to help people because they often uh, uh, forget and which is if you've got cash you first of all determine where your risk appetite is and I give a weekly update on my telegram channel to help people determine risk appetite uh, and then on the whole I, I'm usually sitting around here though February 2022 I wasn't I was in cash I was over here but most of the time I'm somewhere around here the S&P 500 and below 20% with a few special situations smaller cap companies once you've got the portfolio then I'm looking at a 12-month hold in simple terms, 
and if it drops 25% from the highest it's been since I've bought it, I'd sell as well. And should I turn risk averse during the course of the year, so 12 months isn't set in steel, but usually is what happens, but should I turn risk averse as in February of last uh, of 2022, then I'd sell between 10 to 100% depending on the risk appetite. But there's more to it than that, because what we also want to have a look at is exchange traded funds, for instance. And when you look at the exchange traded funds, ideally I want to be picking because you've picked up funds i want to be picking if i'm looking at exchange traded funds uh, uh, uh funds with a volatility below about 12 percent why well why else do you want to fund presumably because you want less volatility we'll probably want them green on one month three month and six month direction a high sortino which is a measure of average return versus risk and outperformance of the market so unless they're green across every single one of those bars i would not uh, uh, be into it. The fact that billionaires and analysts happen to hold certain stocks matters less for me and I'm looking at 15 to 40 stocks to ensure I've got sufficient diversification as a rough rule of thumb and this is from Goldman Sachs Asset Management. Depending on where I am to retirement that'll make the decision on how much I have in equities or cash or uh, cash-like funds i.e. low volatility funds. Okay, that is it in a, uh, a, a sort of a nutshell. But if I were to simplify what I'd say, and again, this is a common mistake portfolio, is there's a lot of funds probably on name recognition which are underperforming. They're not delivering on the kind of returns you'd be expecting. And if there is an interest in stocks, it looks like there's been too much exposure to equities. Uh, and I suspect that you're not getting the returns you want and you're not taking as much risk as you are happy to take either. Okay, so a couple of factors there. Hopefully that gives you a good overview of uh, what's wrong with the portfolio. Thank you.